It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Welcome into the rundown. It is the Friday edition here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. As you get uh, set for your ride home, if you are in traffic, I feel for you. I know right now it is a mess out there. I-26 westbound, look out for an accident there. It's at the Piney Grove Road exit. Traffic is backed up past the airport boulevard exit. So it is an absolute mess out there on the roads right now all of the thoroughfares that will take you into Irmo are backed up as well everybody thinks oh I know the back road yeah that's not working it's not working in fact my best advice to you if you are out on the roads right now stop and have an early like uh, late, uh, late a late lunch or an early dinner because you're not getting to Irmo right now all right two lanes are closed on I-26 westbound. It's just not very pleasant on the roads out there right now. So be careful as you're heading out and home on a Friday. But as of right now, you're going to be in a world of muck. There's also some slow traffic on 20 westbound near the 378 exit. So it's just not a pleasant spot on the roads. All right. I will do my best to keep you updated on traffic the rest of the afternoon. I've got tons of stuff we're going to get into today. I got a little bit of stuff from the NBA Finals. I've also got uh, a segment on the rights of a fan. If you catch a foul ball or a home run ball, and it's a pretty strategic ball, meaning that uh, maybe somebody will want it, do you think you should be able to keep it? Yeah, we'll talk about that and a lot more this afternoon. Um, It's becoming a gong show down at Florida. I need to get the gong show theme music and, and put that in my uh, my stuff here. But everything that's going on with Chris Steele down in Florida, that is turning into an absolute mess. Um, we have tons of other things we can get into today, but I've got to start with the Gamecock baseball team. And, you know, it's been 23 years since South Carolina missed the SEC tournament. That was in 1996. Eight of the 12 teams advanced to the tournament that year. The Gamecocks finished ninth with a 13-17 and 17 record. Now, there are six games left in this season. Six SEC games, by the way. South Carolina stands at 5-19 and 19 in SEC play, dead last in the conference. Now, according to my research, they could get as high as 10th by the end of the season. But the realistic side of it here is is that they're battling 
Kentucky and Alabama. But Alabama has the tiebreaker over them because of the head-to-head matchup. So tonight's game at Founders Park, the series with Kentucky, Kentucky has a one-game lead over the Gamecocks right now. The series with Kentucky is basically the the tournament for the Gamecocks. If they want to play in any kind of postseason, they've got to win this series with Kentucky. If Kentucky sweeps the Gamecocks, they're eliminated from the SEC tournament contention altogether. If Kentucky gets two out of three, the Gamecocks would likely need to sweep Mississippi State next weekend on the road. Mississippi State is a very good baseball team. Not going to not gonna work. I mean, it's, they need this series with Kentucky. If they win two out of three or sweep, the chances of them going to Hoover increase a lot. So the big story here is for this weekend with South Carolina, if they want to make the NCAA tournament, you got to figure out how to beat Big Blue up there from Kentucky. If you want to talk about what's kind of gone wrong with this season, I'd love to have some Gamecock fans chime in today at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. It just seems like going into the season, we thought that it would be much different than it is right now. And it's not. Do you think it has to do with, uh, from what I see on my Twitter feed, at Rob Sounds Good, lots of people are blaming uh, the pitching coach. Lots of people are blaming Chad Holbrook's players that are still holding the team. And in a roundabout way, Chad Holbrook for putting them on the team. There's a set that uh, I've seen some Gamecock fans that are upset with, with Coach Kingston. And you can be upset with him, I get that. But I don't think we should throw throw Coach Kingston out at this point. Just right now, it's if you're watching this team, it's frustrating because let's let's uh look back, 2010 and 11, the Gamecocks were the national champion. Winning like uh, I think what was it 56 games or 56 and 14 in 2010. Right now they're 24 and 24 and possibly in danger of having an overall losing season. My, how the mighty have fallen with South Carolina. But once again, if Kentucky wins two out of three, it's not going to be good. A sweep by the Wildcats, the Gamecocks season will end next Sunday with Mississippi State. Now, if I am Coach Kingston, he did have some comments that were – Uh, that I'll play for you really quick here. But if I were Coach Kingston, I would be trying to get my guys. I'd I'd run my freshmen out there. I'd run everybody else out there because, let's be honest, at this point, what do you got to lose? Why not see what, uh, what Seitler can do? See if you can get a spark from some of these guys. Some coach uh, comments from Coach Kingston as uh, he previews the Wildcats, and he talks about basically how he is setting his team up for this huge series with Kentucky. I mean, we're just, we're truthfully, we're trying to win the next game to play. Um, there's just too many factors outside of your control. Um, 
how will Kentucky do after this weekend? How's Alabama doing? You know, and such. So at this point, we're just trying to play our best and win the next game we play. I mean, I think it's it might be the best way to go, man. Have you given up on this team, Gamecock fans? Would love to take calls on that at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. And, and who do you blame for this season? Is it an issue of they don't have enough talent? Is it an issue of Chad Holbrook's players? Is it an issue of Kingston's approach? You know, I, you can make a question with that because I the Gamecocks lead the SEC in homers of my – I have to check my stats, but within the past week, they led the SEC in homers. So maybe that's the approach, that they're trying to hit too many homers. Maybe you don't have enough table setters, guys that can get on base and then make those home run hitters. uh, You know, instead of having solo shots, you got two and three run shots. I'm a guy that when I look at, Baseball, I, I'm, I have the old National League theory behind me where I want guys at the top that have a high batting average and can get on base and can steal bases and put pressure on the pitcher. I really don't like guys that can go out and hit homers. I know those can be, you know, they can be obviously important, but I'd much rather have, on the college level anyway, guys that can hit doubles, steal bases, and keep pressure on your pitcher on their pitcher. And it seems like with the Gamecocks that that's just not happening. But you know what else it is? I think it's timing. One thing after another after another come uh, seems to be popping the Gamecocks with injuries. The Carmen Malinsky injury at the beginning of the season, your Friday night starter, how do you break your foot on a delivery? On, on delivering to the plate? What happened with him at Clemson? It's like the season was snake bit from the start. But the Gamecocks, when I mentioned the timing, they'll have a set where the team will come and hit, and then they won't pitch. Or they'll have an outing where they'll pitch well, but then they don't hit. They can't seem to get both sets together. The crazy thing is, and I said this at the beginning of the week before they lost to Furman, you feel like if they could get the right mix, they can make a run. Would anybody here be utterly shocked if South Carolina won these last two series of the year? I wouldn't. I wouldn't at all. And what can you take away from this season? I'll tell you what you can take away. First of all, if you go with my theory of we're going to play every freshman we've got, through these last six SEC games. Going into next season, those guys will have SEC experience. You could, in theory, give them basically a fifth of the season, which is what you have with these six games, to go out there and let them get their sea legs a little bit. That way, going into next season, those guys know what SEC pitching is. They get an idea with that. So they have an idea of what an SEC home series is and an SEC away series. It is, in my opinion, the way to go. Your seniors that you have on the team this year, I, I hate to break it to them, they're not going to help the team next year. This team's not going to the NCAA tournament. 
Play your freshmen, Coach Kingston. Play them because they're going to be with you there next season. Especially if you think that your seniors, obviously at this point, they haven't been able to get you into a position where you can win an SEC series yet. I would start every freshman I got because then I can evaluate what they do. If you lose the games 14-2, to that's fine. Figure out how you got those two runs on the hitting front. Figure out what your freshman pitchers can do and what they do well, even if they're giving up runs. But that's what you can get out of this season. Now, going to Hoover could be huge for the Gamecocks. Maybe you could light a fire and, uh, and win your way through and get into the NCAA tournament. Stranger things have happened. It's far-fetched, but it could happen. But just having more games for your freshmen out there, it makes a lot of sense. It really does. To give them the opportunity to do their thing. So if you can win this series with Kentucky and possibly push yourself to a point where you're going to get into the NCAA or the, the SEC tournament, that could be huge, not just for this year, because it's, I mean, let's be honest, the year's probably a wash. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But you have the opportunity to take these six games and see what you got. Seitler is a guy that a lot of people really like coming into the season. Let's see him play. What, what's, what's it matter now? 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to get involved with the rundown this afternoon, we'd love to take your calls on the Gamecock baseball team. What's happened? It's kind of a mess. It really is. The Clemson baseball team, you know, they haven't exactly played very well themselves here lately. Currently, the Tigers are at 29 and 20, 12 and 12 in the ACC. They are the epitome of being a bubble team. They're going to play on the road at NC State up at Doak Field. I didn't know it was called Doak Field. But here's the crazy thing with this series. Clemson could win this series and push themselves up towards the top of the Atlantic Division standings in the ACC. I think for Clemson, though, obviously winning the series would be important. But just going out and actually, if they could go out and play with basically the same effort they had against Georgia Tech, it might work out well for them. The Georgia Tech series, they had a little bit of a, a little bit of spunk, and they almost took that series on the road. Now with Clemson, of course, after this series, they come. Uh, they I, don't, I can't remember if they have a midweek game next week or not. I have to check. But after this, I know they have a three-game set at home with Wake Forest. So they have three more conference games down the pipe, and Wake Forest is not exactly 
a championship caliber team. 803-978-1832. We could talk about both sets there, both sets of games. I think the bigger one is for the Gamecocks, though. And if you're a Gamecock fan, I think you should hope that Coach Kingston plays his freshman tonight. See what they got. 803-978-1832. Clemson is 7-5 and this season against top 25 teams. All 12 were against teams ranked in the top 11. So they, they are two games over 500 against teams that are in the top 25. I said they're the epitome of a bubble team. Losing games to Gardner-Webb, that doesn't really help you. But a good showing this weekend, a good showing next weekend, I think the Tigers, if they finish with, uh, let's say, 16 ACC wins, I think they're safely in the tournament. Go out and get swept, though, and then the whispers start happening. Uh Uh-oh. Don't want that. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. By the way, I know lots of folks are stuck in traffic. There is a wreck on I-26 westbound near the Piney Grove Road exit. The right two lanes are blocked. Traffic is backed up all the way to the airport exit. And, of course, all the side roads heading out towards Irmo, they're pretty much blocked. So if you're coming from downtown and you think, hey, I can get off and I can get on Broad River, not going to work. I can get off and get on Stone Ridge. That's not going to work either. All of those roads are blocked. If you're going out towards West Columbia, I advise you to, you know, lots of folks may take uh, take 126 and go that route. I wouldn't do that either. I would go through downtown and head out to West Columbia that way and uh, avoid the interstate pretty much at all costs because it is it is a gong show on the interstate right now with traffic just causing crazy, crazy problems. If you want to respond to the stuff that I, I, I gave you on the South Carolina and Clemson baseball teams, we'll take your calls on that, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. We'll talk about the fans, what I think is the fans' bill of rights when you're collecting baseballs at games. We'll get into that in a little bit. And whatever else we can come up with this afternoon here on The Rundown, of course, this is Fox Sports Radio 1400. Don't forget this afternoon, we will have the Clemson-North Carolina State game. First pitch of that game is at 6.30, so we will go live to Doak Field with Don Munson, the Clemson radio team up there, at 6 o'clock. So your afternoon's pretty much set. You can listen to me here, then listen to Lawton Swan with Clemson Sports Talk. Right into Clemson baseball here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Of course, around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Listen wherever you want. Podcast for this show is up. You can check it out. Uh, I'll have it up for about 5 o'clock today. But you can download and listen to that whenever you want. More of the rundown in just a moment on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me here on Fox Sports Radio 1400, around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Of course, traffic this afternoon, as I said earlier, it's an absolute mess. I-26 westbound, look out for a wreck near the Piney Grove Road exit. 
that is going to uh, mess you up if you're heading towards um, Irmo. In fact, all of the the side roads, like if you normally folks would try to take Stone Ridge or Broad River, yeah, that's not going to work either. I, I wish I could tell you a way to get around it. I guess the best advice I can give you is just stop, go somewhere and eat dinner early. That's the best thing I can say to you. Because right now it's just a mess. Two lanes are blocked and it's just not uh, not working out that way. All right, so we talked earlier about the South Carolina baseball team and the Clemson baseball team and how it's big series for both this weekend. I think the pressure is more on South Carolina, though, with making it to, um, to Hoover for the SEC tournament. Either way, though, it's just uh, the baseball season has not exactly been pleasant for the Palmetto State. But Clemson, of course, tonight we'll have that game for you here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. South Carolina, their game will be uh, on the SEC Network uh, streaming service, the Plus service. So go and uh, check that out if you want to watch that game tonight. Or you can head down to Founders Park and catch the last SEC series of the season for the South Carolina Gamecocks. Uh, some other stuff we'll get into today. You know, the, the saga that's going on with Chris Steele, the big-time defensive back that is at Florida. It's just gotten to a point now where you, you just feel bad for the kid. You feel bad for Dan Mullen down there. So Steele is transferring out because, and one of the reasons is he asked to be moved to a different dorm room because he was uncomfortable rooming with the quarterback, Jalen Jones. Jones, of course, had some sexual assault accusations uh, against him, and he transferred. Jones, of course, has not been charged, but has left the school. So he asked to be moved out of that room. They told him no. And his dad put out something on Twitter saying, First and last tweet about the situation. Your last name as a man is with you forever and even transcends death. When that team, when that name is even remotely associated with something so appalling, you have to take a stand. That's what uh, Troy Steele, his dad, put out there. Of course, you can read into that however you want. So, but it doesn't look good with Dan Mullen because I think there's going to be a set of people that are like, do you really want to go to Florida where this guy asked to be moved out of a room with a guy that's allegedly sexually assaulted somebody? Doesn't look good for Dan Mullen. It just doesn't. And, of course, this is, what, the second guy that's transferred out. Now, I, the Jalen Jones thing, I, I get it. He's got to go. But now you've also got this young man that's transferring out. You know, we thought that, and, and I've said this too, Dan Mullen's the perfect coach for Florida. Now it's looking like, ah, uh, okay. Not, not what you want. So the question that I have for the listeners of the rundown today is, is that do you agree with what he's doing here with 
transferring out, even though the timing of it doesn't really make much sense. If Jones has left the school, it shouldn't. Then he moves out of your room, right? I mean that that's just he's gone. All right, I don't have to deal with him anymore. Maybe the young man's jumping the gun a little bit. But it's not a good look for Dan Mullen and the Florida coaching staff to have two of these guys jump ship before they've even suited up for a regular season game. Other things we'll get into this afternoon, we're going to talk about the NBA in just a moment. Uh, That'll be later on, actually, when we come back from a break here. And... Let's see here. What else do I have to do? I've got so much stuff that's just kind of floating around. Um, Another home-and-home series for an SEC team. They're finally listening to me. The folks at Alabama need to get with it and stop scheduling, you know, teams that have no business uh, playing Alabama. Yeah, hopefully they'll get it. One SEC school is getting it. We'll tell you who that is when we come back. Also... Uh, some NFL news. I found an article today, and it talked about teams most likely to end their playoff droughts. You know, one of them may be the Charlotte Panthers. We'll go over that with some of the teams that have the opportunity there. And I tell you what, I'll list them in order here. You know, we may do the list this afternoon. My five teams, I think, that have the best chance of ending the playoff drought. We'll do that with the list this afternoon. About uh, five. 34 here on the rundown don't forget tonight clemson baseball you want to check that out we'll have that for you right here on fox sports radio 1400 of course clemson and a number 16th ranked nc state we will uh take that game for you tonight uh, first pitch is at 6 30 so you can uh, check that out we'll of course uh, have that for you here uh, we go to uh, Doak Field at 6 o'clock. Don Munson and the crew up there as the Tigers and NC State square off the final ACC road series of the season for Clemson. Of course, you're always welcome to uh, join us this afternoon, 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. I've got a cool story about a guy who caught a home run ball, and he decided, yeah, I want to keep it and he's catching some grief about it, you think he should be able to keep it. We'll tell you the whole story on that when we come back. Don't forget, Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk is next. He will uh, take you home this afternoon. Don't forget about that. And then we go right into Clemson baseball. More of the rundown in just a moment here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Strap in. It's time for the list. The list this afternoon, my five NFL teams, I think, have the best chance of ending their playoff drought. So as I look at some of these, we've kind of got the free agency period out of the way. We've kind of gotten, let's see here, the draft out of the way. 
These are the five teams I think have the potential to end their playoff drought. Number five. I got to go with the Washington Redskins. They were in first place in the NFC East when they woke up on Thanksgiving morning last year. Then things kind of went downhill. First round picks, uh, Dwayne Haskins and Montez Sweat could start in their first year. And with what they have left over, maybe the Skins will make the playoffs. Number four. Number four, you got to go with the San Francisco 49ers. It's their first full season under, if he can stay healthy, Jimmy Garoppolo. He did tear his ACL in week three. I think that the combination of Garoppolo and Coach Shanahan on offense, and you know what? The the 49ers actually have a pretty good-looking defense. They get second round, uh, second overall pick Nick Bosa and then linebacker Quan Alexander and then uh, D. Ford at defensive end. The 49ers have that potential to break that five-year playoff drought. Number three. Number three, and you know what? The New York Jets have not made the playoffs since 2010. But the Jets, they might be fun this year to watch. Sam Darnold, the second-year quarterback, is going to not be a rookie. You get past those rookie year, that rookie year a little bit, your eyes start to open up a little bit. Maybe that'll be, uh, maybe that'll help him out a little bit. Uh, Jamison Crowder, the slot receiver, joins him, and then of course Le'Veon Bell, and they added linebacker C.J. Mosley to their defense. The four, the guy's a four-time uh, Pro Bowler. It seems like it's uh, the Jets may take off. Of course, they drafted. Quinnen Williams, the big defensive tackle. So maybe this year they will break their playoff streak. Number two. Number two, the Denver Broncos. Now, I could have I thought about this and I struggled a little bit, but I think the Broncos may be able to do something. A lot of it comes back down to last year everything was about the quarterback. Joe Flacco, let's remember, took a team to the Super Bowl. And I think he kind of wore out his welcome a little bit up in Baltimore, but the guy I think can still play, and a lot of it hinges upon that. I think he's an upgrade over Case Keenum, who's now going to be a a backup on another spot, but the reality is is that I think that Flacco could make the Broncos a playoff team this year. Number one overall has to go to the Cleveland Browns with all of the stuff that they have done, especially picking up the big wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr. They almost made the playoffs last year. They haven't made it since 2002. But the combination of Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr., they did trade Jabril Peppers. I think that may, uh, they got to figure out what to do with that. But... They still have Oliver Vernon, Sheldon Richardson, Eric Murray, Morgan Burnett. They've got some guys that are in the mix. And I think that combination of receivers they've got, led by Beckham Jr., is going to make them really, really good. And let's not forget, they've got some good running backs, too. So the Browns, in my opinion, are the team that has probably the best chance to break their playoff drought. And it's sitting at 16 years right now. 
Remember last year I said, hey, the Browns will be the team that will bounce back the most. Yeah, they did bounce back the most. Then all of a sudden it was, uh, you know, everybody's like, yeah, but they went 0-16 to what, 7-9 and last year, 7-8-1. But I think the Browns this year, the more and more I look, I like them to finish 9-7, and 10-6, and six, and I think they're going to break the streak and look for them to be in the playoffs this year. If you want to respond to that, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. Some other teams, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, I don't think that they have a chance. They're sitting at a three-year drought from the playoffs. New head coach. The whole Josh Rosen saga, because that's what it was. I mean, it really was days of our lives. Tampa Bay hasn't been to the playoffs in 11 years. Think about that. Jason Pierre-Paul, of course, with his neck injury, he got in a car accident earlier this month. That could be huge for them. But you know something else? I think this year is the year that... We're going to find out how good Jameis Winston is. Because I think that the team is at the point now where they may look for another quarterback if Winston doesn't have a pretty good season. I do like um, I do like their tight end, O.J. Howard. But remember, they're losing Adam Humphreys, too. The former Clemson star is going up to Tennessee. And Deshaun Jackson is also gone. So he may not have anybody to throw the ball to. But look for the Bucs. I think the Bucks are going to be, eh. And then the Cincinnati Bengals have made the playoffs in three years. You want, them to, you want them to do well when you watch them play because they've got some good players. A.J. Green, the former South Carolina uh, guy that played at uh, Somerville High School. You kind of want him to do well. But then, eh, they just seem like they always end up flat. 803-978-1832, My number one pick to break their playoff drought, the Cleveland Browns. I never thought I would say that because I always thought the Browns would just suck forever. They're getting to the point now where they definitely don't suck. We'll take your calls on the NFL this afternoon. Also, we have the calls uh, on for South Carolina baseball. They play Kentucky tonight. Clemson baseball. We'll have that game for you at uh, 6 o'clock tonight when they travel up to Doak Field to play NC State. You know, wouldn't it be crazy if Clemson went up there and swept them and South Carolina swept Kentucky and we woke up on Monday morning and we clapped our hands and said, "Up, oh, it's the middle of May and there's meaningful baseball being played at both uh, for both South Carolina and Clemson. We normally have that anyway. We just, maybe we're just getting it late. For both teams to have any kind of postseason uh, aspirations, they need to play well this weekend. Don't forget Clemson Sports Talk tonight. That'll be on at uh, 4 o'clock with Lawton Swan. Quick traffic update. I-26 westbound, an accident there near the Piney Grove Road exit. Two right lanes are blocked. Just not pleasant. All the side roads heading out towards there are blocked. In fact, traffic is backing up on I-20 as people are trying to get on to 26, it's just not working out for them. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, a couple of other little notes here before we wrap up 
and head home for the weekend. This is The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. Some breaking news. Of course, uh, you know, this is The Rundown. We try to keep you as up-to-date as we possibly can. Former Clemson running back, graduate transfer, Tavian Feaster, has officially has an offer from South Carolina. This comes from uh, Gamecock Central. So he entered the transfer portal on April the 24th. And we talked about this yesterday, about maybe he was, uh, who would you rather have? Would you rather have Feaster or would you rather have uh, Chris Steele? Well, apparently... Coach Muschamp yesterday had uh, put the offer out there, according to Gamecock Central, to Tavian Feaster, and he may will he make the move and go from Clemson to South Carolina. That news breaking in the last uh, fifteen minutes or so from uh, Wes Mitchell at Gamecock Central. So interesting stuff there. I I said from the beginning that Tavian Feaster today would start for South Carolina. He would start against North Carolina on August the 31st if uh, if he decides to go and play for the Gamecocks. Here's the other interesting thing, too. You don't really see this that often where one guy goes from one end of, the, of a rivalry school to the other. That game in November, that'll be hot with, hey, man, you played in this you know this rivalry game, what, three years, your fourth year, now you're playing on the other side, playing at South Carolina, lining up against the Clemson defense, the Clemson defense that he ran against in practice for so many years. Wow. I don't know if he want. would you want that kind of drama if you were that, that kid? I don't know if I'd want that or not. But he other schools have been in the mix, supposedly. He will have one year of eligibility left, and he'll be able to play immediately regard, uh, at the new school. So there's that option for him to go there. But six other schools have been mentioned. In addition to the Gamecocks, which we just found out now, he has been offered to go there. The other schools, Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma, Virginia Tech, Mississippi State, and East Carolina are, according to uh, Rivals.com's Woody Womack, are all in the mix. But according to Gamecock Central, he has been offered a spot at South Carolina. If you want to call up and talk about that, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. If you're a Clemson fan, are you upset with him if he takes it? Or do you think that he will head to South Carolina? Now, obviously, they're going to tell him, hey, you got to earn your spot. The reason, If the reason he's leaving Clemson is just for playing time, and to have the opportunity to show some NFL scouts, hey, as a number one guy, I can do this. There's some teams on that list that I would take off immediately. Uh, Texas, Alabama, they've already got, got it pretty much set at running back. South Carolina may be a good fit for him. East Carolina, he would probably get killed because they have no offensive line. 
But Virginia Tech might be an option if you want to branch out that far. Play for an ACC school so you're in a Power 5 conference and have the opportunity to maybe get some good film for the NFL scouts. South Carolina as well. With the South Carolina schedule where you're going to play against Alabama, you're going to play against Georgia, Florida, Clemson, Texas A&M. If you're trying to get get it from there and you think that you're better than the majority of the Gamecock running backs or all of the Gamecock running backs where you'll start, that might be a good place to go. You don't have to move so far. Maybe that's where Tavian Feaster will make his home. We'll find out here shortly. I'm sure it'll be within the next couple of weeks we'll figure out where he's going to go. A couple other notes before we get out of here. Albert Pujols, his 2000th RBI, the milestone home run ball, a fan from uh, Detroit actually caught the ball, and they tried to tell him, hey, um, you know, you should give that ball to Pujols. And he said, no, I'm not doing that. I caught it. So this guy is uh, holding on to the ball, and he told them, I don't want any money. I'm not going to sell it. His name is Paul Hydes. He wants to keep it for his son. And, of course, security tried to pressure him a little bit and say that, you know, uh, because of chain of custody concerns, it cannot be officially authenticated. And he just decided, hey, I'm keeping the ball. He's a law student who lives in Detroit, got the ball. Both teams bargained with him to get the ball, and he just said, no, he wanted to keep it. I think that's great for him. He, you know, Even if he decides he wants to sell it, he caught it. Kind of silly there. It's not like uh, they own the balls, right? So an interesting story there with Albert Pujols' 2000th RBI. Me, personally, I'd probably just give it to him unless, unless my son caught it and wanted to keep it. But I'd probably just give it to him. And Pujols would probably be a, you know, give him a bat or give him a game-worn jersey or something. But an interesting story there with the, uh, the 2000th RBI ball for Albert Pujols. And final story of the day, Steve Kerr came out today and said that Kevin Durant may be able to play if the Warriors make the Western Conference Finals, he has a strained right calf. But you know what? Here's the thing with that. They're, they're, they lead the series three games to two, so they need to win one of these next two games with Houston. You know who the pressure's on, though? Houston. If you can't beat the Warriors without Kevin Durant and without DeMarcus Cousins, you may need to think about mm, what are we going to do with this team. Maybe the beard connection's not going to work for Houston if they can't get past the Warriors without Kevin Durant. And this puts more pressure on Steph Curry, by the way, who has not played very well. And also Andre Iguodala, and of course the rest of the uh, the team there for Golden State. Clay Thompson's going to have to play well. But looking at it now, it's going to come down to the Splash Brothers, in my opinion, because there's no DeMarcus Cousins, no Kevin Durant. Can they win one game and give uh, 
give Durant time to get his calf correct before they move on to the Western Conference Finals. Which, by the way, I think if they play Denver right now, without DeMarcus Cousins, I think Denver will beat them. Denver's playing some good basketball right now. Not to say that the uh, Trailblazers aren't either. They're, they're playing some good ball, too. All right, don't forget, podcast for the show will be up this afternoon about 5 o'clock. Lawton Swan joins us next. He will uh, have Clemson Sports Talk. He is the czar of Clemson Sports. Of course, uh, he'll give you everything you need to know about the possibility of Tavian Feaster. Maybe he's going to head to the Gamecocks. I don't know. Gamecock Central says that uh, he has been offered offered a spot about a half hour ago. Wes Mitchell says that uh, he's been offered a spot at South Carolina. Will he head there? More of the rundown on Monday. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.